Welcome to the Better Wealth Podcast, Enlightened Discipline. I'm Matt Halloran. I'll be your host for this podcast, and I'm joined, as always, by Scott Stoffer, an experienced financial advisor who is a designated CFP or Certified Financial Planner and the managing partner of Better Wealth. This podcast is brought to you by Better Wealth, located in California's Silicon Valley, serving individual investors and companies from around the United States. Now, today's podcast, we're going to start talking about identifying your goals and writing them down. So, Scott, tell us what we need to know about goal setting. Thanks, Matt. You know, it's um, uh, in terms of goals, it, it's really thinking about the end result, uh, the target, something you want to accomplish in the longer run. Um, you know, and it's the second of the, the 10 disciplines of better wealth that I think, uh, you know, investors would do well to, to really focus on. Um, the first one was understanding the things we can't control. And what's great about identifying our goals and writing them down as a second one is that this is something we can control. Um, but what I found is it's a little harder than you think uh, for a lot of people. Sometimes uh, they're talking and they're, they're more like, well, okay, let's just sort of um, – you know, I want to make as much money as I can, or I need to save as much money as I can. And and what we try to do is to really um, identify some of the broad categories uh, that we find in in personal financial goals, uh, listen uh, intently to what people want, but then helping them to start uh, really working on identifying what are some of their specific goals for retirement, for college savings, maybe it's remodeling a home or a vacation home or, or something else. Um, so we, we, we do um, really try to focus people on, on some of the specifics, but we don't get hung up on, on the details if they don't have them yet. That's where we can, can help them quite a bit. Uh, one of the things we do try to really emphasize is, is just not making as much money as you can or, or saving as much as you can. You really need to, to identify those goals and, and write them down. Okay, give me an example of one of your client's goals or a story pertaining to a goal-setting experience that you've had with a client that came out to be more successful than even you thought. Yeah, you know, we were, um, there was this one couple I was working with and, and the situation was, you know, they had worked with a number of different financial advisors and they always said, you know, everybody sat us down and said, what are your goals? What are your goals? And, and they were like, we don't know. We don't know where we want to go in retirement. We don't know what we want to do. Uh, we don't know if our kids are going to go to college. They, they seem to focus a lot more on that. So we said, fine, that's great. Time out. Let's go ahead and just talk about what are some of the many goals that you might have. And one of the neat little tools that we pointed them to was something called the prioritizer. So if you just go to the Google, if you go to Google and you type in the prioritizer, you'll end up um, with CNN's Money Essentials. And, and what's neat about this is, you know, they'll have some goals there that you can identify or, or maybe um, identify with and, and use those. But you can also write in your own. And you can write up, up to like 15 different goals. And what will happen is it will then ask you questions. Is this one more important than the other one? When you're comparing these two, which one's more important or these other two? And through that whole process, it will end up ranking your goals for you. And when this couple did that, they were like, oh, my gosh. This is fantastic. You know, it, it wasn't as hard as, as they thought it would be. And it really helped identify what we, what kind of work we needed to do with them around some of their savings goals. And, and again, it, it helps us write things down. Um, I, I really think that 
writing down your goals is is one of the most important things you could do. Have you had an experience, and let's kind of go in the different direction, where a client had set a goal that was really quite outlandish, and they didn't really have a way to achieve that goal? Yeah, you know, that's, um, that's pretty common as well. And I, I think the best thing that you can do in that point is just sort of say, okay, that's your goal. So here's what we need to do to reach that goal. And, and we sort of lay it out in steps along the way. And so then we'll say to them, is this attainable? Is this attainable? Or here's what we need to do in the next year to be on track for that goal. And then, you know, they themselves can identify whether that's something that they can do or can't do. And lots of times what we'll do is we'll come back and we'll say, okay, if we can't do it this quickly, we can do it maybe in five years longer time frame, or maybe we can reduce um, some of the spending, or maybe we can change the type of retirement community we want to live in. So there's lots of things, you know, it, it, it's okay for your goals to change. It's okay for your, not every dream that you may have to, to, to work out, but how do we find that happy place where, where we can get you on target for your goals? Um, you know, as we know, even the best laid plans can go awry. And so what's important really is that we, we verbalize them and write them down. There's a, a funny thing um, that I learned a long time ago, and it's sort of like uh, I call it existence and display. When we're working on goals, if we don't have them out there, you know, written down someplace or have shared them with somebody, then we're less likely to mm -hmm. get them done. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it's even as funny as when my wife, uh, you know, we have three boys. Uh, right now they're 8, uh, 12, and 13. And, and uh, every day uh, we have a little dry erase board. I mean, it's not very big. It's, you know, maybe 18 inches by two feet or something. And she just writes down what are the main activities of the day. And, and you'd be amazed um, you know, whether it's chores, uh, whether it's activities they're going to do, uh, whether it's some homework assignments, some big projects they're working on. You know, over time, our boys, you know, they get up in the morning, they go look at that dry erase board, and they're like, okay, what do I need to get accomplished? Now, not every, all of them are like that. You know, I, I got one that, that, that's first thing he's on it. The other ones are kind of, well, one of my other boys, he sort of looks at it and says, ah, oh, this is what I got to do today. But, mm -hmm. but even still, they know that's what they need to accomplish. And so we try to take on that same role for our clients in terms of their longer-term goals. Because a lot of your personal financial goals aren't ones that you're going to accomplish today. They're not ones you're going to accomplish next month or even this year. And so being on track and, and knowing um, whether you can reach those goals, is, I, I think, is one of the most critical things that a financial advisor can do. In fact, the role of a financial advisor has really shifted in our industry from being somebody who picked investments to somebody who helps you understand and implement the best practices of wealth management or growing your money. So that's where I, I really think um, we, we bring a lot of value. It's uh, establishing your goals and writing them down is, is pretty important. I love the fact that you write them down on a dry erase board because a dry erase board is something that is easily changed. And, and you touched on it a little bit, but I, I want you to come back to this just and, and clarify for us a little bit more. When people write goals down, Scott, a lot of times they think that they're, they're like written in marble and they're going to be uh, fixed in existence forever. Um, how do you talk people through changing their goals as life changes? You know, one of the things that we try to do is every time we meet, and, and you know, whether we're meeting with a client, um, 
you know, semi-annually twice a year, whether we're meeting with them once a year. We sort of have this roadmap that we're working with them on. And, and this roadmap is going to take them along the way. And, and life, will, life happens. Uh, things change. They change jobs. They change careers. Uh, you know, they, uh, something happens where they, where they have to move locations. Something happens where they have to work with their parents a little bit more. And so what we're trying to do is we're not trying to, you know, although we may have identified a specific goal, one of the things that we try to do is understand that you may have a, a fast lane that you're working on. Mm-hmm. You may have a, a, a sort of the middle lane and then the slow lane. And so we try to understand that your goals can change and we're working with you every year to keep you still pointed towards your goal. You might not be able to go fast every year and you might not want to, but you know, as life changes and your direction changes a little bit, what we're trying to do is to keep you focused on that end goal. So your goals will change and that's okay. And, and what we're trying to do is to just let you know what's attainable, uh, what's not attainable, what's within reach, and what do you need to do each month to make sure that you're sticking within the plan. So there's a great accountability piece that you have, regardless of how often you're meeting with your clients. They they have this roadmap so they can keep themselves on track. And I think the million-dollar question is, is it too late? I mean, when should people start working on these goals? That's a great question. Um, whether we acknowledge it or not, we're always working on goals. Uh, you know, every day, whether it's something that we're targeting towards personal fitness, you know, personal health, losing, accomplishing some things at work. So I think it's good to just understand that we're always working on goals. The second thing is that we're, it's never too late to start. And this is where my mom is a great example. Um, and, and, and we can end with this. But when I was in high school, my dad got pretty ill, um, and had to retire from his job. So here we, my mom was, I think, 40 years old at the time. Like a lot of women in her generation, she had, not finished her college degree. She went to college, started, met my dad, and they got married. She started having kids. And all of a sudden, here she was in her 40s when her husband was was um, disabled and couldn't work. And so she had to go back to work, didn't have a college degree. And, uh, you know, 25 years later, when she was 65, she retired and she's had a great retirement. And, you know, some people might say, oh my gosh, I'm 40. There's no way I can do what I need to do for save for retirement. But my mom did it, and she is just a great example of a woman. You know, my father actually passed away about six years uh, after uh, he, he had to retire from some uh, health issues, and she had to do it all. She had to finish raising her kids. She had to you know, go bring in the money to, to pay for all the bills, the mortgage, and, and have a career. And she climbed up uh, you know, the, the job ladder that she had at her business, and uh, it's just a great example of how even in your 40s, you can start all over again and still be able to save enough. Now, maybe she didn't have the, 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 the two homes or other things that some people might have in retirement, but she's doing a great job. And I just am super impressed by that example. So that's a, that's a good thing to, to think about. It's never too late to start. And um, there's always a way to adjust your goals and get back on track. You also talk about the fact that having somebody to hold you accountable and keep your feet to the fire is also very important. How do you coach your clients uh, when they're feeling like they're a little off track? It sounded like your mom was was very, very motivated because she really had the must things to do. And a lot of the clients that you work with had these want 
things that they need to do. So do you do personal coaching with your clients or what do you recommend to keep their feet to the fire and their eyes really focused on the prize? Yeah, we do. It, it, it's quite a bit of sitting down and sort of saying, okay, hey, last time we met, this is what we were talking about. This mm-hmm. is what you said was important to you. Um, how have we done? Have we been able to max out our 401k at work? Have we been able to save monthly like we talked about? Um, we didn't build up any credit card debt between now and the last appointment. You know, other things like that. So we're sort of, you know, voicing back to them the things that they've said are important and that they and that we've said this is what you need to accomplish to reach your goals. And so again, it's just really helping people, uh, reflecting back to them what they've said is important, what they said they want to accomplish, and sort of saying, okay, did we reach that? Did we not? Do we want to stretch the goal a little bit this next time since we've had some good success, or do we need to back off a little bit and talk about okay, why didn't why didn't we reach that uh, short term goal? Uh, so it really is that personal coaching. It's sitting down with people and, and talking about that. In most situations, it's also just acknowledging the great success that people are having. You know, um, I was thinking back to a quote I heard recently from the the uh, baseball coach for the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, very successful guy, and he's coaching his son's little league team. And uh, his sort of quote was that if you have a heartbeat, you need encouragement. Hmm. Uh, and, and so that's what we try to do, too, is just really acknowledge the good things that our clients are doing and, and then help them focus on the things that they can continue to work on. That's it for today's Better Wealth podcast. I'm Matt Halloran for Scott Stoffer. Please make sure to follow us at BetterWealth.us. And when you're ready to have an advisor who is focused on doing what works better for your success, Scott and his team are available to chat in person, on the phone, or in a video conference.